Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. Oh, no. Ah, shit. Ah, fuck. <laughs> right, Are sorry. you supposed to walk us in? No, I'm keeping it. <laughs> Hi. I'm here, too. I'm Kyle Cardi. I'm from Maple Syrup Blood Money. <laughs> Hi, I'm Noah Carden, and I'm also from Maple Syrup Blood Money. <laughs> hey, fam. Ew. We're here to talk about Goose and Ghoulies. <laughs> Yes, because we're doing Monster <laughs> Stock, where we discuss the value of monsters most creepy, but not yet most pasta. <laughs> That's what I, was I do like that. That's good. That's good. I like it. I like that. That's yeah. tight. That's tight. Um, yeah, so here, what uh, what critter or bugaboo are we talking about today? I believe we're hi- talking about the hide behind. Ah, yes, the classic hide behind. What is the hide behind, you might be wondering? Uh, that is well, I mean, that's, that's what we're here to talk about. I mean, yes, so. exactly. Yes, very good. We're off to a great start, <laughs> the, boys. I mean, the name kind of gives it away. <clears throat> yeah, it, it sort of has just like the one trick. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it hides behind things. <laughs> and then yeah. gets campers. And then and it, it grabs you. Yeah. And then you get grabbed by the ghoulied. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it is a nocturnal fearsome critter from American folklore that preys upon humans that wander too far into the woods. That is true. <laughs> so, so I guess, like, we s- sort of did this before, but not really the when book. we talked about, um, I lost it, the Ravenmocker. Ravenmocker, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so funny enough... Uh, I don't know how you want to structure this review, cultist, my mans, but um, much like the Ravenmocker, uh, I am familiar with the hide behind or the behinder, as I yeah. have referred to it, uh, because of my man, uh, Silver John, who just is all about that American folklore. <laughs> yeah, I, I really feel like I need to like acquire these stories and read them. <laughs> oh, dog, they're so hard to find. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the other issue. Um but, but yeah, like, um, for, yeah, cause we did the Ravenmocker earlier and then like it kind of opened up the, the floodgate for me for like all the different like fearsome critters or like Appalachian folklore monsters. Um, like yeah, I've actually been they like, are. a bunch of them, like the Gardenelle, which is basically the Dianai ho- uh, house, but like out in the woods. But an owl? <laughs> okay. But Dude, what? that's awesome. I am very, in- I've never heard of that one. The Gardenelle? So the the owl not Dinaea house oh, no. everyone's heard of Dinaea house oh no the gardenelle uh, like it's like... oh I thought you said garden owl and I was like that's misleading I was like oh it's like the Dinaea house but an owl I guess <laughs> holy shit, shit I... that that there's the, there's the next one that we gotta do we gotta come up with the garden owl um yeah so how do you, how do we want to approach this I do we want to like talk about whether you should buy or sell your stock in hide behind because I am very pro buy. Yeah, uh, I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah, we should probably like talk about like what the cre- like. You guys have a little bit more knowledge, I guess, on the hide behind the behinder, like, I, and like the more yeah. rooted lore so just of like, that. And then we have that creepy pasta that I was able to find. The one thing I was able to find about it, which isn't very good. <laughs> oh boy, that's yeah. that's not that's it's, not it's, good. Uh, the, um, the plus side is short. <laughs> t- 
height. That's the best kind. Uh, yeah, Noah. It's like, yes. I was just going to say, what you got, homie? Um, so, so I have the the Fearsome Critters 70th Anniversary Hypertext Edition open up right here. <laughs> nice. And so all of the, the pictures, like the one illustration I'm seeing for the hide behind, it looks like a bear that's been crossed with like an incredibly shaggy dog. Okay, I, I think I know the image I'm seeing because it's the same one on the wiki page. Mm-hmm. Is that the one hugging the tree? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To me, those... <laughs> It does. It looks like a bear, but it also looks like a bear crossed with an insect, because of those big bulging things at the top of its head. So this is one of those funny. Uh, do you see a rabbit? Do you see yeah, a ducks? Because exactly I right. see some goat horns. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Homeboy, uh, homeboy looks like he's a good boy and just needs some tummy rubs, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like how in the fearsome critters uh, hypertext edition it gives. The hide behind, and then it gives a scientific name of Ursus <laughs> Disamulans. Hideus Behindicus. Yeah. Wait, Ursa, Ursa, isn't, isn't Ursa that's like bear. a bear? Yeah. Yes. So, so they are basically going on, it's, it's like a bear. <laughs> yeah. So I had an actually a fun fact about this picture um, because I have been enjoying um, planet Earth and. So my theorem for this hide-behind interpretation is that basically uh, after bears come out of hibernation and, like, as winter begins to to give way to warmer climates, um, they have to shed their their winter fur. And what that impe- what that usually entails is the bear finding a tree and literally almost exactly like this image, uh, grabbing it and just grinding up on it and going to town <laughs> on it um, to just like with their front side and their backside just so that the bark will like pull the hair away. I get and you. so what I'm thinking is just like, the first reports of this might very well have just been people seeing bears participating in this uh, activity. <laughs> exactly. This sort of grooming process mm. to sort of scare them off because, like, this that picture is, you know, sands the tail and the goat horns. Basically exactly what a bear looks like during this process. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. So and, I mean, that's so, basically what lumberjack stories were, was, like, trying to explain yeah. things they, like, saw or, like, got spooked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like, it gets embellished time after time, or it's just, like, straight up, uh, a like, a, a native, um, like, cautionary tale of, like, if you see this, like, get away from it, because it's dangerous. Yeah. Because either it's a monster or it's a goddamn bear. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, in the, the hide-behind description, it describes it as a highly dangerous animal, but owing its intense aversion to the odor of alcohol, never known to attack and inebriate. Uh, so if you're drunk as a yeah. skunk, it, it won't get you. You're fine. I, um, I mean, I guess, okay. Yeah. I, it's, uh, it's like, I mean, vampires, garlic, werewolves, silver... Yeah, but like alcohol. then you are straight up vulnerable to all the monsters that love eating drunk people, which there are many. <laughs> yes, yes, there is. Um, a biggest beast standing about six feet and walking erect. The slender body makes it possible to hide completely behind the bowl of a ten-inch tree. 
The pelt is, is long, thick, and black, and the tail is carried recurved. Looks like a French sheepdog's. Uh, almost impossible to tell whether the critter is coming or going, and practically hopeless to locate its face, if any. The short, well-muscled forelegs are equipped with grizzly-like claws. So it's just a poor, emaciated bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, um, <laughs> it's ten-inch waist. These are unrealistic beauty standards for our bears. <laughs> like, yeah, move, uh, move aside, Slender Man. We have Slender Bear. <laughs> well, geez, I'm more scared of that than Slender Man. Yeah, um, yeah fuck Slender Man. Uh, funny enough, there are a lot of associations with hide behind and, and Slender Man that I yeah. came across because yeah. their their preferred methodology is so similar. Yeah, uh, its food is chiefly intestines. Uh, For a second, I thought you were going to say cheese, and I was like, dude, yes. <laughs> when are we going to get more monsters that eat cheese? Uh, so the Urkel monster, dude, I set you up for the exact alley oop that I was hoping you would do, and you took it to the hoop, and I'm so, so please, proud. Please, uh, leaving oh, from its hiding place with a demonical laugh, uh, it swiftly disembowels its victim with one swipe. Sometimes the fiendish howl frightens the prey to death before the blow falls. Interesting. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm always a big fan of death by fear, like terror effects. Yeah, yeah. that that shit's always delightful. Uh, the hide behind is never found in the open. He always conceals himself behind a tree trunk. His marvelously quick, stealthy gait makes it possible for him to stay con- constantly behind his prey, no matter how quickly the suspicious victim may spin about in the hope of glimpsing the marauder. The beast can go seven years without eating. Dang. So. That is what we know from fearsome critters about the hide behind. And Kyle is dying. <laughs> oh no, Kyle. Well, I'm I mute the mic for the audition, but I don't know if you guys can hear it through the Discord, but yeah, I was I was hacking up a lung. Yeah. Um so audience, you heard nothing. Sorry to my yeah. fellow co-hosts. I have a very sore throat. <laughs> um So all right. So Let's just turn into the theme of stocks. Like, yes, mm-hmm. we might as well. So, like, we'll give stocks a rating, just like the ticker tape on on Wald Street. Uh, and let's, tr- I don't know, let's keep it simple: negative ten to positive ten. And you know, much like regular stock, the lower the worse, and like the less we should do with it, the higher the better, and the more that we should invest in this creature. Do y'all agree to like that system? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So then we. So then, what would we put the hide behind at? Like, what would you each put? And then I feel like the number that the market will rate it as is probably going to be somewhere between our three numbers. Yeah. Okay. Um, what you think? So so right now I'm noticing, um, like especially since. Uh, like maybe around 2014 or so, mm-hmm. um, there's been some increase in the the hide behind. So I'm going to put it at like a maybe a plus five at the moment. Okay, so a positive five. Um, so with the uh, approaching Slender Man movie... Oh, uh, exactly. Like an actual Slender Man movie and not that knockoff one that wasn't. Um, 
See, so that's what's troubling me. The market could either be very vulnerable to a hide-behind story being a breakaway success or such close proximity could really hinder the hide-behind's originality and accessibility because it's old hat and people have seen Slender Man before. Mm. So I'm a little more hesitant than you. So I think my hide-behind is probably going to be a positive three. I think it has potential, but it could tank. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I was I was basing it more on um uh again like familiarity versus like originality and um actually kind of more close to like Noah's um prediction with okay. plus 5. Uh primarily because yeah, because it's it is kind of have the familiarity like familial traits that like Slenderman has had in recent years. Um but it is an older mm-hmm. like has like also kind of the Appalachian um or like the 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 older like Americana folklore angle. So you can kind of get. Oh, with so that. like maybe we it could be a period piece instead of a modern Slenderman tale because yes, he relies exactly. very heavily on technology as a crutch. Whereas this guy Ooh. just basically hides, and then it's basically a uh, like more of a stalker kind of angle, um, mm-hmm. or, or like survival in the woods. Also, the the whole like aversion to alcohol, but like the favored intestine or like favored body part kind of thing, kind of lends it to like either. Like again, you kind of get that familiarity thing or familial uh, traits that you see in like vampires and werewolves and such. So you kind of have it plays off the different like um, it hits off familiar, a lot of yet it's original or it's familiar. Yeah. It's different kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. it's a little bit more creative. It has it has a a kind of classical monster setup where it likes this one thing, but it's weak to this other thing. Yeah, and yeah. you can kind yeah. of defend or, or, or beat it by doing this one kind of thing. Which you um, can't really do with a slender man. Because he so doesn't have a weakness. He's, he's the Mary Sue of the monster community. Let's God, be 100% honest. Yeah. And, man, alright, hot take. Slender man is at a solid negative eight. Um, please be done with him within the next 365 days. Thank you. Um... So it sounds sell, like hide sell, behind sell. <laughs> sell 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 sell. <clears throat> Wait, so, you want to buy low, sell high? But that that stock ain't going back up. Yeah, that's about to tank. That's about yeah, that's done. So yeah. um, you got to reinvest, reinvest <laughs> in the hide behind. Yes. Hide oh, behind right. sounds like a a solid four point five to me. Then because you both had some very convincing arguments that brought me so, up to a four. Yeah. So there's like. Let me just get this out of the way real quick. There's also been some, like, pop culture kind of things That's true. thrown in with the hide behind recently. Um, uh, there was, um, it's involved in the Harry Potter universe now. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yep. So, so there's Ilvermorning, which is the American. The American school. Oh, okay. dag. Okay, so oh, it's, dag. So it's, that's called Ilvermorn, right? Okay, I thought it was Livermorning. <laughs> It's right, it's Ilvermorning. So no, that's just uh, poor font selection. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's apparently a part of like the Ilvermorning like wizarding school like story okay. and things like that. Um, and there's also a uh, a Gravity Falls short where Dipper explains yep. the hide behind, which it's, I tried to watch on YouTube, but I was stopped by the true monster copyright. Oh, no. oh yeah, bummer. I, I've actually seen that one. It's um, it's. The, my first inter- actually it's my first interaction with the hide behind like as a creature I thought it was actually something they made up 
because generally uh, Gravity mm-hmm. Falls make, tends to make up their monsters. Um, but yeah, and also the monster looks yeah. nothing like a bear. It's like almost like a pumpkin it's, head. It's it's kind of gaunt kinda... and emaciated. Yeah, it's, it's it's like it's like evil Groot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like evil Groot. Um, so um, to to further touch on sort of the background of the hide behind, uh, like I mentioned before, there was the Silver John story uh, that that talked about the hide behind, and I believe uh, I have it in front of me. It was uh, the Desric on Yandro, um, which so it's. <clears throat> How do I phrase this without coughing? So basically, the story sort of revolves around just like a hike. Like they they get hired for a thing and they go on a hike if memory serves. And basically, as they're walking up this mountain, they talk about all these different you know, like boogans and monsters and stuff like that. And like how an elephant is different than a behemoth and like all these different, all these different critters. Um, and they talk about the behinder and then, um, they notice that they are being followed by a behinder. Um, but in this iteration, what I always found really interesting is that no one has ever been able to see a behinder. Like there is no, they flat out ask uh, John. They're like, "So what does it look like?" And he's like, "Shit, I don't know." <laughs> like it, that's its whole thing, dummy. Um, and so, but it's it's implied in the story that it also has like hooved feet because as they're going up the trail, they see a lot of hooves. But there's other monsters in the story, so they might belong to that. But you know, hooved critters are you know being someone who grew up near the Jersey Devil. I always associate them with with monsters. So for a while, I was like, oh yeah, a hide behind or a behinder has has hooves. Um, and then basically at the very end of it, uh, the behinder just like jumps on one of their traveling companions and just carries him away. There's no evisceration or anything like that. He just gets carried away, and a bunch of other monsters come out of the forests and follow follow the behinder as it drags him away. And then Silver John's just like, oh, well, okay. Uh, I turned around and saw it, and that was the worst thing that I've ever done. And I'm no, I'm not going to describe what it looked like. Goodbye. And then that's basically where it ends. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he pulled, he pulled like a Lovecraft thing where it's just like, it was horrible, but I'm not going to even endeavor to describe it. It's like, oh, cool, oh, cool. So wait, they, um, they didn't even so bother the- trying to help his friend? They're just like, oh, no, he's gone. Okay, so Silver John, he does not do that very often. <laughs> if okay. once something's got you, more often than not, Silver John's like, actually, fuck this. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is, so not only does he uh, the the story pulling off a uh, a um, a Lovecraft, but he's also kind of predating John Carpenter with a uh, little trouble in little, or big trouble in Little China, where they're in that tunnel underground. And something just comes out of the wall, grabs a guy, and walk, pull, and throws him back into the into the hole. And they just ignore yeah. that. It's like, all right, well, we, he's gone. It's like, what was that? What was that? <laughs> yeah, basically, yes, big time. Like, Jesus there are Christ. times where he will go and help people, but like, he's he's not gonna like risk his neck in what he knows is an unwinnable confrontation, which this one very much I mean, was. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> 
That's why Silver John keeps living because he's a smarty. Um, but yeah, so that's that's basically all the background that I had was was that like around here there's not really any stories of the Behinder, so it was John and and then more recently Gravity Falls. I think there was a movie for a hide behind recently, but like within the past decade, hmm. but uh, I did not see it. I know there was a book I think written uh, 2006, a horror suspense novel by Charles Snellings. That might be it. Um, I, and it was literally called Hide Behind, The Hide Behind, and it was about people uh, on the uh, Salmon River in Idaho being stalked by the by the creature. Yeah, it sounds um, like this critter is far yeah. away from, like, where well, I like live, the, which yeah. is good, because I do like a good <laughs> nocturnal hike through the forest. Well, you have enough <laughs> creatures as it is, like, on the East Coast, too. I, so. I mean, yeah, I got my own shit to worry about. I'm saying I don't need one more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I found a link in the, uh, the Fearsome Critters Hypertext Edition, uh, to, uh, Lakeshore Kearney's The Hodag and Other Tales of the Logging Camps. Oh, yeah. Where he gives a, uh, a story about a hide-behind. Um, and, uh, strange to relate, the meals of the hide-behind are composed of the bowels of human beings and the intestines of hell divers. After the vicious animal has partaken of a meal to his liking, he utters a demoniacal laugh. It disembowels his victim, bringing out the entrails, raising them to its head for the purpose of smelling them before eating. Should there be any scent of liquor in the entrails, the animal will throw them back into the face of the victim and with a horrible laugh, vanish into the forest. Like, Well, I mean, it's like they say, Noah, you eat with your eyes and nose before you eat with your mouth. (laughs) Jeez, what a like, little dick! Like this yeah. snobby motherfucker. I was gonna, I was <laughs> My interests like, aren't man, good enough for you. Work. Yeah, dick. That would be the shittiest way to die, huh? <laughs> yeah. Having your intestines thrown back at you is like I can't even eat this. You've been drinking. It's like oh, uh, I'm I'm good enough to kill, but I'm not good enough to eat. You fucking Mormon monster. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, I've also so, found, we've also found a creepypasta about it, too. Yes, um, I am excited so, <laughs> to hear it. Oh, dear God. Okay, so I'll do a rundown. Very, very brief. It's only, like, half a page. You can check it out at creepypasta.wiki. Um, it's by Anonymous. That's always a good sign. <laughs> mm. um, so the, this guy and his brother, would, uh, whenever they'd get home late at night for uh, dinner, his, their dad would, recale, would, would warn them of tales of the hide behind, um, like a creature in the woods that would, like, uh, that would basically stalk you and like, you'd only see it at the corner of your eye. Um, and only when it got late at night and then it would scare him as a kid, like this whole thing, it would actually keep them, uh, from going into the woods too late at night and stuff like that. But eventually he grew up and found himself lost in the woods, uh, just as sun was going down. And he started seeing like at the corner of his eye, something like kind of stalking him or like just hiding in the woods. And at first he thought it was like a deer or just his paranoia from those old stories but then he, like, started looking back and, like, uh, the one time, like, he saw it, like, dash behind a, a tree before he could get a good look. The second time he saw uh, it, it stayed out for, like, a few seconds in plain view and then hid back, hid out behind. And that's when he started running. <laughs> um, okay. Does he, he describe the critter or nah? He does not really describe the critter. <laughs> it's just the, it's the hide behind. It's a dark shape darting behind trees. And, Perhaps. um... 
even though it showed it, it was it was made itself known to him uh, for a few seconds before jumping back in into hiding. It doesn't really describe much. Um, he's running. Um, looks like he falls and then starts crawling, and he doesn't know how he survived the night. But what willpower he had, he made it back to civilization somehow, and he's never going back into the woods. Oh, great. Yeah. It's one yeah. of those. Good right. job, Randolph Carter. <laughs> yeah. At least it wasn't, <laughs> and I've been dead the whole time. And I yeah. am typing this from hell. Um, <laughs> Man, hell has some good uh, internet. When, oh, when that shit happens, that's an immediate, like, if we're doing a 10-point scale, that's an immediate four-point doc for me. Yeah. Like, you can't write yourself into a corner or just, like, create a compelling situation and then be like, I don't know how I got out, but I done did it. It's like, okay, cool. I don't want to read your stuff ever again, actually. Like, what pisses me off with the story is that, like, it it starts off like uh, like a hide-behind story. And then, like, there's that part where, like, he's out there for a second, but, like, we don't get a description. It's just, he's out in the open. It's like, ooh, hello. And then, whoop. And it's like, well, that's yeah. not what a hide behind does. And then also, like, yeah, you write yourself in the corner. You had something you could write. It was like, luckily, I happen, I, uh, luckily, I'm a booze hound and I have, like, some yeah, kind of. I loved the drink. Like, yeah, it's like, god damn uh, it. But, like, so, uh. like, this, from what you're telling me, it sounds like this story is just rife with, like, the tritest tropes in oh, yeah. all of Creepypasta, which is just yeah. like. The monster always has to, just before it, you know, pounces on you, it has to make itself visible just for a couple seconds before disappearing. It's like, but then it I don't know how I got away. Like <laughs> yeah, like, like, the monster does not always need to make this appearance anonymous. Like, yeah. sometimes it's okay for it not to taunt you. Sometimes it can taunt you in different ways if it absolutely has to do that. But sometimes so, a monster is more terrifying if it just does its job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I was just kind of thinking if, if I was to do a, a hide-behind story, like the, the escape would be basically, you know, the person was drunk off their ass, and as the thing, like, gets them is, you know, is about to, like, disembowel them, they scream, and just the pure stench of alcohol scares it away. (laughs) That's delightful. Like, it's, like, literally, like, it's, like, right next to him, and, like, he starts breathing heavily, and then it's like, oh, God! (laughs) Just basically, his his foul, like, drunk breath just basically throws it off. There's a lot of gross ways that we could reach that very same effect, but, like, I, I, I love that idea, because, like, the sooner that the stink of alcohol gets out of your body, the better, because if it gets your intestines and then smells it, then it doesn't matter if it doesn't kill you because it already killed you. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I know on Aldente Rigor Mortis, you usually construct a new, like, storytell. Do we want to do that on Monster Stocks, or do we just oh. want to give advice to the market looking to invest in a hide-behinder. It's actually funny because it's actually the reverse. <laughs> Monster stock, I build the, cre- I make a creepypasta, and then, like, El Dente, we suggest things. <laughs> but Oh, yeah. was, uh, was 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 Ravenmocker the first Monster Stocks we did? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, oh. 
This is actually the second episode of Monster Stocks for El Dente Rigmortis. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why I'm all tripped up. Then, yes, let us, shall we construct Some this, kind of like, <laughs> this, like, critter to help improve its market share? Yes, I believe so. So, so as always, uh, buy quality endings. Buy, um, mm, I'm going to suggest buy never seeing the monster. Yeah, like maybe like a psychological horror kind of thing. Like, I mean, paranoia like could be written really well. Mm-hmm. Like the whole paranoia Ooh. angle of like you're being stalked, but you can't see the creature that's hunting you, but you know you're being stalked. Like, let's set it in. I would like to say buy bears because sorry, what bear? if this person buy bears? I would like to say, what if this person is familiar with like bear shedding habits, and it's like set just as spring has sprung, oh, and man. like. The bears are active, but that might give sort of, like, credence to this person being cautious and, like, the questioning, like, is it a bear? No, this laugh is something else, maybe, but I am very drunk. Like, I don't know what it is, but, you know, we sort of give something that isn't just immediately, oh, God, there's a monster in the forest. Like, you're in danger no matter what, but it might be mundane or it might be supernatural. Oh, yeah, okay, so... And also for the character himself, um, uh, I was I was trying to think of, oh, like, of like an idea for like what the character like who why he's suddenly why he's on a bender and apparently in the woods. Logging I, camp. I would, logging yeah, camp. Log, I was thinking logging yeah. camp. Um, I also up uh, here. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if you guys have them up down there as much, but uh, up here um, along our like side our back roads and whatnot, we have a lot of uh, truckers who just like park off to the side for the night. Um, uh, that happens now, the, sometimes around here, yeah. but I've seen it on road trips. Yeah. Now, the drinking thing kind of uh, is the only other issues, because like, he has to have alcohol in order to survive this, otherwise he's not surviving. <laughs> have you ever met a long-haul trucker? The, I, I'm, I'm not experienced, so yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I wouldn't... Maybe we make our character instantly unlikable. All right, cool. So Because then trucker. people... Yeah, people might be rooting for them to die. Yeah, uh, so so our our character could just be like some drunken asshole trucker who this is like a a redemptive story, right? No, because he doesn't fucking learn anything. His drunk driving <laughs> saves him. <laughs> right, you're right. What, maybe like, wait, what if though at the very end, like he doesn't realize that it's the drink that saved him, but like anybody who's the reader okay. would know. But I mean, if they're familiar with the high behind, but yeah. Okay, I I like the subtleties involved with that. Okay, all right, all right, I can buy into that. And, like, the the truck breaks down, but, like, he sees the lights of a town. Like, he's on a larger hill. He sees the lights of a town down in the valley, and he's got to walk, you know, through it to get it. And his drunk, dumbass mind, he decides to take a hiking trail instead of staying on the main road because fuck it. Yeah, because the, well, yeah. the roads, the road probably uh, like winds through some hills and stuff, and then like just going straight down the hill is, is it'll be faster. Yeah. So yeah. so um, he addresses it's more dangerous, but it is faster. Yeah. And it's cold so, as shit, so he'll freeze if he walks. So I was also thinking like um, maybe following like power lines because power lines go oh. through like a forest. They'll yeah. have like this huge cutout path. Yep. Oh, but then oh, where? And, so then maybe the hide behind is on his flank instead of his behind. Yeah, it would be on a flank, or I've seen, like, 
types of power lines were just like posts. It's just this thing can hide behind like a super tiny tree. Yeah. Like I, hiding I was, behind a, a telephone post or something like that would be pretty easy as well. All right. Was, I'm in on that. That's hot. Perhaps eating, even adding some like supernatural credence to the hide behind. Um, have him like, like looking back and like seeing something like shirk behind one of those posts. But then like trying to figure out like, how the hell have I not been able to find, uh, how is this guy thing like moving from like post to post? Like, it's out in the open. Like, how the hell is it just, like, appearing behind post lot, posts as you're going? Yeah. Like, so, okay. Weird, right? So it starts in the forest, mm-hmm. and, and that way the hide behind has a lot of clearance. And that's where we put our bear theory in. And he's like, yeah. I got to I gotta go and do this stuff and, like, just, like, either be loud or be quiet, whichever thing maybe you're supposed so, to do with bears. And then when it gets yeah. to the clearing, then he's like, nope, something is very fucking wrong. This is not a bear. <laughs> So I had another idea for our our protagonist, and that is just some drunken asshole who drove off the road. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. into the woods, and yeah. now he has to stumble his way back into town. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that a lot. All right. Yeah. Let's let's step away from the trucker and let's just yeah. have some dickhead who deserves it. Yeah. 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 Let's not villainize the trucking industry. That's. Uh... Yeah, they're they're hardworking people who do dangerous jobs. But um, and I feel like a lot of their their characteristic and like the way that stories usually make them look is like horny drunk assholes. So yeah. that's no good. Um, so drunk driver, his name is Chad. Of course, <laughs> has to be, and it's gotta be or Chaz. C H A is vital. Um, or no, C H A Z. Yes. How does Chaz? know about bear hmm um eh fuck hmm. it he watched he, he he watched a he likes nature documentaries or some shit <laughs> not he, even he nature documentaries he's watched monster uh, or mountain monsters <laughs> yeah he watched finding bigfoot <laughs> yeah um man bigfoot's probably man. just uh, a bear yeah. huh he's watched man. bear grills <laughs> fucking bear grills whatever happened to that guy anyway um yeah. so he's wandering through I think that the that opening part is a lot of that like is it a bear? We get to the the posts and he's like, oh, "Okay, good. Like now I'll be able to see anything sneaking up on me. I'm getting closer." So then what's our what's our big gloom, so to speak? Like uh, when does it all go wrong? Uh maybe he knows cuz the the hide behind it has like these big like grizzly bear claws. Yeah. Mm. So he he notices that like when it moves it leaves like these big like gashes on like the posts. Mm. So he starts getting scared. He starts to run, you know, runs back into the forest and yeah. like can I falls can, off? Can I have a counterpoint and then we still have him fall off a cliff? What uh-huh. if? All right. So listen. Oh yeah. L- listen. Like let, we're, let's kill him at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sure. No. Uh, no. Nah, nah, we yeah, shit. We can't do that because then oh, we fall nah, prey to the it. same thing we dunk on all the time. Also, he's drunk. He can't die unless he he fell off. He died of his own volition and fell off a cliff. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like fall. <laughs> yeah. Like fa- froze to death. Oh shit. But yeah. then, well, actually, if we wrote this in like the parlance of. No, I don't like lost tape stories. Never mind. So anyway, he'll live. Um, <clears throat> so he's he's walking through the forest and like, and I think this is the most clutch shit 
So hold hold on to your butt, and I hope it's good. He does occasionally turn around, and he does notice those big gouges on the stuff around and behind him. But then he turns around, and he sort of like does that like lean forward and like squint to to the pole that was nearest behind him, and he like sees the big gouges. And then when he turns back around, because this is important, he turned his whole body to look at the post behind him. And then when he turns around to look back at the post in front of him, a a gouge is in there where there was not one before. And that's where he says, he says, oh, fuck, it is in front of me. And then he runs into the forest. Yeah. Yeah. I was also a counterpoint, um, a counter counterpoint. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're, we're like, we're talking like these, uh, these poles and whatnot and like, they go through the woods, like they're wood. Um, the ones near me, uh, anyways, out in the woods are generally made of the metal ones, like the large, like they're thick mm-hmm. metal bars and stuff. Like yeah. That. Like the crossbars and shit. So what if like, as he's mo- as he's walking like through the clearing and so that, like, Oh, he's safe. He's safe. And then he starts hearing like a scraping sound behind him. As it's like the claws are like scr- are like just scratching against the uh, the post or against the metal, oh the bars. D- oh, and he looks d- back okay. and like he that's just, good. That's yeah. good. We can have the best of both worlds. <laughs> so these monster power lines, these like super industrial rustic power lines, because that's how power like the big clearing power lines look by me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then these power lines might also at a certain point break off in the direction oh, okay. of the town. So we have this large one and this small one, and then we can have three different landscapes for our story with all three effects. Because, let's face it, this whole story basically just revolves around a walk, and we need to diversify the walk. Yeah. I love that. I love – so now we have auditory horror, we have visual horror, and we have proximity horror, and those are all huge. Yeah. Yes. I was also Don't also, forget, kids. Oh. Diversify your walks. Yes. Yeah, just <laughs> like that's just a good. You know what? Buy diversity in your stories, just all yes, around. Please. Diversify everything in your story. Diversify the twists. Diversify the monsters. Diversify the characters. Diversify the locations. Just stop writing the same goddamn story. Point is, always reassess your story writing. And edit. Please, um, one of my f- God, edit. <laughs> yes, edit. And one of my personal favorites is, this is some of the best advice I've ever received, uh, from any design or writing standpoint, kill your darlings. Like, whatever thing you really, really love, don't be afraid to get rid of it if it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. So important. Kill your darlings. Yeah. Um, it may have helped you get this, the idea down, but... If it your story evolves to the point where like it's not longer needed, you can get rid of it. Bingo. So then, walking through the woods, monster power lines, regular mm-hmm. power lines, run away, fall down cliff. I'm gonna <laughs> say break ankle because yeah. fuck this guy. He needs to be punished. I was also um, thinking with game, like if we want to kill him off like right after the get uh, like he and like if he knows that like alcohol is a good a bait or something like that maybe he doesn't. Um, he falls in a river and mm. gets a little bit more sober on top of being terrified. Mm. That's that's a possibility. But I was thinking, okay. like, you know, he stumbles down, like, a, a small cliff. It's more like... An embankment? A, yeah, like a, a, a rocky embankment kind of thing in the woods. Yeah. yeah. The thing that yeah. everyone falls down in horror movies mm. set in woods. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, busts up 
Like his ankle, his leg, maybe bust some ribs or something like that. We and, could just you know, break his playing. wrist, like break his wrist and delocate his shoulders. That way he can still walk to the town, but like he yeah. does still have a permanent injury now for yeah. his stupidity. Um, and, you know, he's laying there like terrified trying to get up. And then that's when it's like it's on him. Yep, it's on him. And- now, the question is, does he breathe in its mouth or does he pee pee in his pants? Ooh. Uh, why not both? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was thinking that. Because, um, like, yeah, he also, and then here is another one that maybe we avoid the pee-pee, but, like, maybe the drunkenness. Okay, ooh. All right. He gets hurt. He rolls down this hill. The rolling is important. Still very drunk. Before he even stops rolling, he is grabbed by the hide-behind and, mm-hmm. like, yep. pinned against the tree. But the the drunkenness and the the motion and the rolling and the sudden stop of the rolling is so disorienting that it is enough to make this very drunk person just yak on the high oh, behind. Yeah, just I, I all do that like booze. that. Yeah, and he's so bleary eyed by the whole like by everything just kind of culminating there. He never actually gets a good an entirely good look, but he does get a small like we got a slight description. Yeah, we just get the the the, the, the shagginess. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it um, wasn't a bear. It was very shaggy, and it had you know like a large snout. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, I think he he yarfs onto the hide behind, and then that's when he gets the <laughs> like demonic scream laugh that like instantly sobers him as it like disappears into the woods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if he yarfs in its growling mouth? <laughs> that's a little. That's a that's, little. I know. Yeah. I know. I just. It, it, I'm just so delighted by the comedy of that situation, yeah. but it's not good for horror. Kill your darlings, everybody. Um, yeah. And then okay. Uh, so then after like so after the the basically he's left alone. Um, he's then forced to walk back. Like he, the he can see the, the lights way. of the town. Right. So, and, uh, mm, oh. no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, do no. your thing. I want you to. Do I, your I was. Just, thing. I, this is gonna be a little bit silly, but uh, it's like um, he he walk. He sees the lights. He walks like a little bit the the, the rest of the way to town and sees the sign and it's Riverdale. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I don't sorry, ever I want to in. associate with that <laughs> shitty town again. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, so what if? The the loud ass growl did catch somebody's attention in the town, and maybe like there's a couple people sort so, of like on a porch looking out into the woods. So I say, oh, yeah. um, since we had this guy crash at the start, like he comes uh, stumbling out of the woods and is found by like the local sheriff or police or something. I'm into that. Who, who have reports of like a crash car, but nobody in it and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. And that gives us our perfect finale. Like, yeah. And then he's thrown into the drunk tank. Yeah. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Uh, he, I mean, he has to go to a hospital first and foremost. Oh, that. oh yeah. So he goes to the hospital and then I feel like we really should just push this one home. He does know that he's going to jail, but he does think that that actually might be better than, than being out in those woods. Yeah. Yeah. 
better in a closed facility like than out in the wild. <laughs> yeah, bingo. Yeah, I actually really dig this one. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like going to jail is so infrequent a finale to these things <laughs> that it's actually yeah. relatively fresh. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so buy stock and going to jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buy stocks and going to jail. Yeah. yeah, buy stock and new endings. Diversify your endings. Also, yeah. buy stock in jail because they are privatized facilities that are meant to make money. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, so yeah, I think we've we've got a I think a, a, a real seller. Yeah, I think we done yes. did it, y'all. Like. It could be a short film in its own right, and it's very yeah, I, much I not like... Slender Man. Yeah, yeah, I, I like, I, I would actually love to see this as like a, a short. Yeah, no that doubt, would... and it would be low budget too. Oh yeah, yeah, because right. like, I mean, aside from <laughs> Just possibly like some carpet, <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say carpet or like some, like some a bunch of Arda wigs. <laughs> That's really yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like it. I would watch it. Um, I'm sure that there are a lot of other interesting stories. So definitely Mad Money, uh, the hide behind has potential yep. and a solid invest. It's probably at a, our projection. That's how we'll do the numbers. Our projection is that the hide behind could reach a at least a 4.525. Like yep. – Definitely. That, those are our projections for the creature. That's our believed ability in the current market. Definitely deserves a resurgence. Yes. By now. It's pro- the hide behind is probably right now like a negative four creature because no one fucking yeah. knows about it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, by now. By now. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get them, them points yeah, we'll, in the market. <laughs> we'll make those monster bucks. Monster butt. Oh, oh, that'll God. be our new cryptocurrency for this podcast. <laughs> monster oh, coin. God. Yeah, monster coin. Or what was that? What was the currency that that monster seller guy from Breath of the Wild gives you? Money. Or oh shit. Like <laughs> Monies or something like that. Yeah. Money. Yeah, mo- just straight up money. <laughs> Garlic coins. Uh, God. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This has been. This was delightful. I do enjoy mm-hmm. doing stuff like this. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, uh, and like I mean, there's a lot of like material to work with with the frightful critters or like the Appalachian, uh, the other like folklore creatures, right? So oh oh oh, yeah. do- oh dog totally, and they definitely so need more many. like spotlight because like I feel like I lo- I love creepypasta monsters. Like I I even have a guilty pleasure for Slenderman, at least the Slender vlogs that I used to watch. Oh, but, like um, yeah. Everyman Hybrid and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But like nowadays, like. I, I think it's just the mass media has oversaturated that market. Yeah. Is really what um, it feels like. So, and especially with that stupid Sony video movie coming out. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll be good. The trailer did not look good. It missed I, I find, sort of the whole point. Yeah, I'm fine. Isn't it... Oh, I was just going to say, isn't it supposed to be about, like, the... The girls that like murdered that I one girl? No, that's not. That's like, the other movie. That's the other one. Oh no! That's, okay. Wait, what's that one? Um, oh, a while. The, oh, the, oh, that was the documentary, you mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other one. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, no, well, this one, the trailer kind of reminded me of that kind of stuff, and I'm like, I really hope Sony isn't doing that because yeah. that's a little bit they of a low are. blow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
It's I don't, eh, it is what it is. But um, yeah. creepypasta is definitely on the rise. Just like the success of Channel Zero proves that. And yeah. I don't have high hopes for Butcher's Block, but I did finish No End House uh, yeah. like two or three days ago, and man, No End House was really good. Yeah, I need to actually uh, finish watching the uh, the first two seasons. I'm I'm gonna check out season three, but I mean, we've all. Al Dente's already covered my rant that was 45 minutes uh, previously <laughs> about what what we did, so or about yeah. my thoughts on the trailer for Butcher's Block. So yeah. it's so bad, it's so bad. Um, but yeah, that's that's you got yeah. that rant. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're this is the high behind. This is Monster Stocks. Um, do we want to do another Appalachian Monster ne- in the inevitable next time? Um. Yeah, I mean, like again, like I'd like to do something uh, like for the Canadian side, but again, yes. aside from, aside yeah. from Wendigos, um, we actually, uh, I the aside from Wendigos, like I'm keeping that, I'm like basically filtering out Wendigo stuff. Um, in Ontario alone, I was able to find a blonde-haired Bigfoot, um, <laughs> and I, and I don't mean he's all blonde. I mean his hair, his head is apparently blonde. That's he's it. got a blonde toupee. <laughs> he's got oh goddamn, he's got blonde tips. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, it's the Guy Fieri of the Bigfoot world. <laughs> Shit. Oh, uh, leave it to Ontario oh to have that. <laughs> um, but then there's the Toronto Tunnel Monster, which had a sighting back in the 50s um, and has some cool, like, uh, connections to other, like, urban legends around Toronto, like the secret UFO base that's under the lake. Or <laughs> what? The, or the, I, I like the sound or, of this. Or the legitimately, yeah. su- or the actual, in real life, subterranean river systems that um that are underneath uh, that Toronto's one. streets. That one, that <laughs> so one, we're doing that one, that one. one. <laughs> so we'll do the Toronto Tunnel Monster. <laughs> All right. Yes. Fuck cool. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that sounds so tight. Um, that's, that's, and, and it needs more love because, like, the only thing, like, the, it's on a bunch of cryptid wikis that I was able to look up, but like, there's nothing really new aside from like the the sighting in the '50s, and then like some offhand stories that people have have scattered uh, across like the last decades. Well, that is, uh, I am yeah. down for <laughs> that. So, Toronto Tunnel Monster. <laughs> All right. Yeah, awesome. Sweet. Um, do our yeah. outros? Yeah, we'll do our outros. So, if you like what you heard, and if you didn't. Leave us a comment in the comment section below wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Yeah. So for you guys, uh, um, what do you guys want to? Uh, how do you? What do you guys want to promote? If you didn't like it, just be respectful. We're people. <laughs> yeah. Be be nice. Yeah. Be be um, cool on the internet, y'all. So uh, Kyle and I hi do a podcast known as Maple Syrup Blood Money. It's about Riverdale, the show where they turned Archie into a very fuckable boy. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That's one word for it. Um, <laughs> so we do that show, and we talk about it, along with a bunch of other things that we go on the tangents about. Um, so you should go check that out. Um, we had Review Cultus on to talk about Afterlife with Archie. It was yeah. fun. That was a very good episode. Uh, we will definitely have to have him on again to do something uh, during the next like season break. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, there's now, like, a Vampire Veronica and a Jughead the Werewolf series. Really? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Vampironica oh, is, eh. It's have okay. You guys, have you guys heard of the TV, the cartoon series from the 90s or late early 2000s, um, uh, the Archie's Weird Mysteries? No, I've never even heard I've of it. I've heard of it, but I have not actually watched that, it. I, used to I have a feeling that'll be our next uh, <laughs> good. It was basically to talk like, about. 
it was basically Archie, but meets like paranormal investigations. And I mean, like, literally, basically, like, he's investigating Bigfoot and stuff like that, but they're actually, like, most of the time, they're they're not just Scooby-Doo things, they're, like, actually creatures or ghosts and ghoulies. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, my God, I'm so sold on that. (laughs) So, we'll we'll definitely have to talk about that sometime soon. Um, Um, On my own time... Uh, I've been streaming a bit on twitch.tv slash bestpalbrigade. Um, we do our own, uh, like, tabletop role-playing uh, campaign there. Uh, it's a uh, musical-themed fantasy world where all of the cultures are based on real-world music, uh, music genres, and the uh, cultures and fandoms that surround them mixed with uh, fantasy tropes, but not the really shitty problematic fantasy tropes. Um, so that's been a hoot. Um, we stream that every Sunday. We were off for a while because of like illnesses and vacations and the holiday season and stuff like that. But um, boy, oh boy, I'm excited to get back into it. Uh, so that's twitch.tv slash bestpalbrigade or at bestpalbrigade on Twitter. Um, it's, it's a hoot. And uh, I do my own tabletop role-playing podcast known as the Role-Playing Exchange with my friends Adam and Chris. Uh, which we talk about uh, role-playing games and have some actual plays on there. Um, we're talking to Greg Solzy right now to have him on for another interview for uh, a, a thing he is currently doing. So check that out. Dope. Dope. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, that's yeah. it for you guys. Uh, that's, if, uh, that's, that's all I got. Uh, I got you guys very little. on Twitter at all? <laughs> Uh, oh, at best pal brigade. That's me. I mean, okay. that's that's uh, you, that's as much of a personal account as I have. I don't like Twitter. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, you can find my personal account at at common otaku. That's K A M E N O T A K U. Um, and you can find the maple syrup blood money uh, account at at maple and blood, all one word, all spelled out. Okay, uh, and you can check out. Um, my uh, Twitter at Review Cultist, um, and if you'd like, what you, uh, and if you uh, want to send us an email, you can check out, uh, go to aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's a l d e n t e r i g a m o r t i s at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other pauses or other monsters that you think need more love. Because um, I'll then pass it on to these guys and see if they want to do an episode on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I have been your other ghost host, Kyle Cardi. And I have been the host that's hiding right behind you, Noah Carden. <laughs> Does the high behind talk like a ghost? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and, and this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>